The game is one thing, Carl, and it's a disappointing week. It was a disappointing second half. I was entertaining some friends during the game, so it was disappointing for them to see me in the state that I was in in the second half. But what I'm most upset about, and I don't really know how to feel at them right now, and for the last day and a half, what I'm most upset about is the people who say they're Seahawks fans on social media just trashing the team. Mm -hmm. And I think we should just tell everyone to go fuck themselves, all those assholes, because they're not real Seahawks fans. And if you're running a Seahawks account and you're posting things like embarrassed, I think you should just give up the Seahawks football account. It's... Everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Understand that it is week two. <laughs> and we played a really good football team. Sure, they didn't look good in week one. But they, play, they played really well. Um, they made some mistakes in the first half on defense. And we obviously had a big lead. But their offense is pretty good when Derrick Henry has it going. That dude is unstoppable. And honestly, like, I look at his stat line. Yeah. But look at his stat line and take that 160-yard run out of it. And the front line actually did a pretty good job against him, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. Pretty so good. So he had 35 carries for 182 yards. Take that 160-yard gain out. So he had 34 carries for 120 uh, yards, let's yeah. say. So that's 3.4-yard average. Which is pretty average. Nothing no, that's special. really good. That like from a defense, that's good, right? But Derrick Henry. Oh, for, from a defense, yes, that's what from I'm saying. a defense, yeah, yeah. that's really from good. From that point, yeah. Holding the best running back in the league to three and a half yards a carry. So, like that is not what I'm upset about at all. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset a little bit about the just the effort in the second half seemed weird. Yeah. It was a weird second half. Like it seemed like anything that could go wrong went wrong. Mm -hmm. There was three really stupid penalties at key points in the game. Like that taunting penalty on DJ. <clears throat> this is the point I really, <laughs> really excited to make is that DJ Reed is not a good football player, yeah. right? He's yeah. not good. You, as a not good football player, when one thing goes right, you should not be that excited that you're getting taunting penalties, especially this is also what I think. When you're not a good football player, you need to be so smart mentally and you need to understand situations so that as a not good football player, you're not also compounding not being a good football player with stupid penalties. Yeah. <clears throat> that was like a third and 10 play. Yes, it was. That got broken up. So they would have been punting. Mm -hmm. And he single-handedly kept the drive alive because of that. Yeah. And it's that's what loses football games. And then... <sighs> The Jamal Adams ones, uh, Jamal Adams one, I'm not super super upset about. I think he is a very emotional, high energy guy, mm -hmm. and it's such a split second thing. And all he's trying to do is get in the QB's face, and his helmet kissed off of the helmet of Tannehill's. Like it was not abrasive. It was not a hard hit. It was. At the moment in the game, to me, that should not be a penalty. I understand what the NFL is trying to do in protecting quarterbacks because quarterbacks sell the league. But at the same time, 
Come on, man. It's third and six. It's a pretty good pass rush. He throws the ball away. Like they don't have a completion and the refs are just giving them a new first down. It's too penalizing for such a, like a mediocre call. And it's so fucking devastating for your team, a call like that. The thing with Jamal Adams is he's, he's going 120% the entire time. Most tackles, he's, he's leaving his feet and he's in midair. Like, how is he supposed to stop that? Like, we talked about this so much last year, these little tic-tac plays, totally. right? Mm-hmm. It's just, you're protecting the offense too much. I don't know. What do, you, what do we do? I understand the calls. I understand why they have these rules. I understand... But I so my the point I'm trying to make is I think football needs to be situational. It's a very situational sport. Mm-hmm. If it's third and six in overtime, and you're giving a really mediocre yeah. roughing the passer penalty in a tight game, fuck off. It's interesting that after the game, and I have a lot to say about the commentators because they were tragic, <laughs> so bad. <clears throat> they, I would put these guys in the same category currently as DJ Reed, and that is not good at football. But after the game, goes back to the sports desk, you know, supposedly the qualified guys. And the first thing they say is, the refing today has been horrific. Which, as a sports fan who often yells at the refs for these bullshit calls, it's nice to hear that I'm not the only one thinking that. Yeah, yeah. It's a common idea, yeah. Everyone's, everyone can see it. Where do you want to start? Man, there is let's, I think let's, a lot. Let's start with the defense. Okay, so we're going to come back to the commentators? Let's come back to the commentators, yeah. Let's start with the defense here. <laughs> I'm not super upset. I'm not really... Um, I'm not really worried about the defense. I think, um, I think we played a better team this week. And a lot of the game went pretty well yep the first half the defense looked pretty good Mm -hmm. they what i will say that was a little disappointing and hopefully not like a big step in the wrong direction was their pass rush was not nearly as consistent as it was uh, against the colts yeah i don't know anything about the like o-line comparisons of the two teams but Tannehill had way more time to throw on a lot of occasions than wentz did last week Mm mm-hmm so, and what that just really highlights is how bad our corners are. I, yeah. Like we talked about it, and I think they're the weakest part of our team by far. I mean, I think Trey... They gotta be the weakest corner group in the, in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah. Now. Bottom five? It, Trey Flowers and fucking DJ Reed? Man. Both are, are just a straight liability. Yeah. At, least, yeah. at least Flowers is a bigger cat. Like he's a big body, mm-hmm. and when the best running back in the league breaks outside of the tackle box, he it's makes tough. tackles. Yeah. Flowers makes tackles. Yeah, he does. DJ Reed is about five nine, a buck thirty five, mm-hmm. and he does not make tackles, nor can he cover anyone. And this is why we need someone to play corner. What can you? Do we have any idea what's happening with the Sydney Love Cat? Because I feel like Sydney Jones, whatever, yeah, I was Sydney Jones, whatever he is, and I don't know who he is other than he was a decent corner in Jacksonville last year or their best corner. It's got to be worth a chance. Like, let's give him a shot. No, I agree. What's the reason? I mean, Flowers and Reed ain't doing nothing. 
I think, yeah. Like Tennessee Titans, they handle our DNs a lot better than Indianapolis did. So much better. One of my comments was last week, it seemed like Rasheem Green was a beast and he was all over the place and he was involved so much of the game Mm -hmm. and in Wentz's face all game. And this week, I don't think the commentator said his name one time. Like I I don't think so. He got shut down. I opened up the box score today coming into the podcast. And my first thing, the first thing I was looking at was, is Rasheem Green hurt and did he play yesterday? Right. right. And he's not hurt. No, he played and he had two tackles, apparently. It was a different game. I mean, again, I think Tennessee is a much better team than Indianapolis. I think Tennessee is way better than uh, the week one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I still think they're... Like, they're a playoff team. And I think a lot of shit went sideways and went wrong for the Seahawks to lose that game yesterday. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, Seahawks fans need to chill the fuck out and understand that the goal of this season, the goal of any season, is not to go undefeated. It, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter, right? Like... The Bucks last year started the season like yes. one in twenty-seven, yeah, and then squeaked into the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. That's it's, it's all about getting hot at the right time. One thing I gotta, one more thing I gotta mention about the D is the only reason I think we even are we're in the game at all is because of Bobby Wagner. Man, that guy is still a monster, still a monster. Did you see his stats? I think he had like twenty tackles, or some cr- or like crazy something. He is just a freak of nature. That guy. Yeah, he's 16 tackles, four assist tackles, and one sack. I mean... His style is so, I would say, curious. Yeah? Like, he must... I've never met him. I'd like to meet him. If the opportunity arises, <laughs> I'd like to put my hand in the ring. If there's like a, a fan thing, a, a podcast yeah. <laughs> thing. Like, if you run a Seahawks podcast, you get to meet Bobby Wagner. I'm interested in this. Can you, Can you, like, call a few people and try to set that up? Yeah, with Bobby, just yeah. see what he's up to. I, I mean, just like a 10-minute conversation would be great. Try, yeah. <laughs> it's He must be like one of the most intelligent people in the NFL because I was watching him so closely mm-hmm. in the second half and he just doesn't get beat. No, he doesn't. His guys catch work, the ball yeah. on him. Yeah, Guys catch the ball on him a lot, but they're tackled immediately for a four or five-yard game, right? His footwork is fantastic. Yeah. He's fun to watch. So I had to shout, shout him out, man, because he's, he's nice. 100%. And we're so lucky to have him still, man. I have a lot of notes from the game, and one of them was Wagner. <laughs> Wagner is a fucking legend yes. with the emoji of, like, the exploding head. Perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What went wrong in the second half? To me, there was a few things, but I, what stood out for you? Our uh, our offense, we stopped going away completely from short passes, and we everything was a 50-50 ball to the receivers. And I just, you can't, it's too inconsistent to beat good teams like that. What do you think? They played really conservative in the second half on offense. I think I'd like to call out Waldron and note that the play calling was atrocious in the second half. Mm-hmm. It was shockingly bad. Like, there was a number of times where we got ourselves into, like, third and nines because we ran the ball two times. Or, like, 
Oh, also this. This is one of my notes. I fucking hate running the ball on third and three. It's I think it's so the worst bad. play call so of bad. all time. I hate it. I hate it. The problem look is, at our look at our run game, Carl. No, I was gonna say we didn't pro- have a run game. Yeah. Why are we yeah. running the ball on third and three in the fourth quarter? That's a fantastic question, Denny. I don't know. Got nothing done on the ground. The Seahawks run game was 18 total carries for 77 yards. Chris Carson had 13 carries for 31 yards. That's, That's a staggering two yards a carry. That's bad. <clears throat> and yet, Waldron, Pete, I don't know who is pulling the strings over there, but figure your shit out. It's not the right play call in the fourth quarter and in overtime to run the ball on third and three. Like we're back to this issue, right? Like we're kind of forcing the run. If it's not working the entire game, we keep going back to it. Why? <laughs> it's a weird, weird thing that the Seahawks have never been good at, but they've never been able to put teams away. Yeah. They never win games by two or th- like three scores, right? Mm-hmm. Ever. They're up by 14 at halftime, 14 or 15. They're up by 14 going into the fourth quarter, I think. I don't understand. Why is it so conservative? How much, how much do you think you can blame Russell Wilson? When you look at his stat lines, yeah. it's hard to blame him. So Correct. I would say that that was almost one of the best catches in the history of football. I don't know if anyone saw that, but that looked like a Calvin Johnson like highlight reel. Oh my God, that would have been disgusting. Oh, if he could have that held on. Nuts, oh. Eh? oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Russell Wilson. I don't know. And I'd say in the second half and the and overtime, he was very underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of that is... Should we put the blame on him? Should we put the blame on Waldron for the play calling? Do we put the blame on Pete Carroll for being in Waldron's ear probably at halftime and saying, hey, we need to run out the clock. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid is happening. I th- I'm hoping that this is like a... We say How many times did we say this last year? I know. This is going to be a good learning experience <laughs> for the Seahawks. They're going to come back stronger next week. And next time they have a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter, they're still going to throw the ball because that's what the best player on their team does. I don't know. Um, I... I mean, I think Russ knows that in overtime, they got a possession. Yeah. And they had the second possession of overtime, so they only had to get a field goal. They started on their own 13 or something, so, I mean, they've got a long field. But they went three and out with three incompletions, punted the ball back, and gave Tennessee phenomenal field possession, right? Yeah. So... The best players in the league make plays at the right time. And Russ has a really good history of that. Mm-hmm. So how many winning drives of games? Like, oh, how many big throws sure. in the fourth quarter? So I don't want to necessarily, you know, throw much blame at him after one missed opportunity. Yeah. It's one loss. It is what it is. Again, like the best team in the NFL, I think. Lost last night too. Yep. No team is trying to go seventeen. No. No, I don't. That's no. I think Russ is just holding the ball a little bit too long in some of those situations. And those fifty-fifty balls to his receivers, I don't like. Like, 
Everett and Disley had a com- had one reception between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like we have no short game. And I think, and that's that's kind of the problem why we, we go three and out so many times, right? Like our average drive is like four and a half possessions long. Why do you think the tight ends aren't being used? Because my thought is the O-line was not nearly as good as they were in the first game. No, I so agree. So Russ did not have a lot of time. And usually the tight ends are like the third option, right? They're check downs. Yep. And so if someone is in your face in two seconds, you don't have time to get to the check down. Yeah, I know. So, I and honestly, as a... Like, I would rather Russ hold on to the ball longer if that is what you're thinking is a potential issue than try to force things and, and cause turnovers, right? But why force? They just move the ball quicker. Just get it out of his hands quicker. I just... One reception for these tight ends, and they're, they're running double tight end sets too. Like, it's peculiar. <clears throat> also, I would love to see Alex Collins more. He had one run for 25 yards, and that's it. And he never saw the field again. I mean, if Carson's struggling with that, let's see Collins more. Just a few things, man. But yeah, it's week two. When you look at Russell Wilson's stat lines, like I mentioned, it's hard to like put blame on him after like the two games that he's had, right? He had, what did he have? Four touchdowns, 270 yards or something in game one. And he had four incompletions or something, five incompletions. And then yesterday he was 22 of 31. 343 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, but if Lockett doesn't make those, some of those big plays, he's in the 250s easily. I don't think they're throwing the ball enough. I don't think so either. And again, like they don't have many possessions. Like it, it, this is a scene, why do they yeah. only have 49 snaps? That's and like guys are th- quarterbacks in the league are getting 50 passes off. Even Tannehill is 27 of 40. Look at, holy fuck. I ne- like, I never even noticed this, but look at that. Uh, yeah, he had 40 had, attempts and then... But they had 80 snaps. Yeah. They had 40 rushing attempts and 40 passes. It's because... And the Seahawks had 49 total snaps. What's our offense time on the field? Because it's not a lot, man. We do, like you said, two runs, a long ball, and then we're fucking punting. Yeah. That's crazy. They almost had double the snaps. Double That's the... Crazy. Yeah, and we still such a close game, eh? That's a big issue. Shit. I don't know. I don't know why Alex Collins isn't there. <clears throat> like Dallas didn't even touch the ball. And nope. Special teams only. I know. A lot of weird things are going on, eh? It was a weird second half. Yeah, it was. Like to me, it was those two penalties that were huge on big third downs that would have got us off the field. Mm-hmm. And the, and I think the offensive play calling was not, not good at all. No. It's predictable, right? It's just a boring fucking run pass back to our old stuff. Second series of the, so these are some other notes I have. Second series of the game, they go deep, incomplete. Yeah. And then run the ball twice and punt it. I can't, you, you run the ball back to back when your run's not, like, what are you trying to catch them off by, by surprise? The defense isn't even respecting your run at all. I just don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this is such a consistent long-term problem. It's always been like that, though. It's been like that for years and years and years. Why? 
Like, so Why do we run the ball and then we have second and nine and then run the ball again yeah. and then we have second and right. seven or third and seven? And you just and then teams are blitzing you. We have yeah. the worst offensive line in the league, and so Russell Wilson has point nine five yeah. seconds because to make it's a play. predictable play calling, it's right? So and the defense is picking it all up. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent correct. So I think Russ is going to be totally fine. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out. <laughs> and but I all I don't know about you, Carl. I am frustrated with DK Metcalf. Yep. I'm has nothing to do with his productivity because his productivity relies a lot on other teams' defensive schemes, uh, our play calling, yeah. and how many times Russell Wilson throws the ball, right? Yeah. If he's throwing the ball 25 times a game, guess what? He, it's impossible. DK's yeah. only going to be targeted yeah. four or five times. Yeah. It is what it is. <clears throat> but what I'm not interested in, and I don't understand, and I want you to try to explain this to me, is why... Why is his attitude, why is this shit so bad? I don't know. Look at this. This is next level. Nachos. What restaurant like, is this? Why is the freak out happen every game now? I don't know. I think DBs just know what to say to him. No shit. And I, it must not be that hard. No, I mean, you could probably rattle them pretty well, man. I don't understand. Every <laughs> single game, it seems like he gets in a fight with someone. The DBs just start talking trash and they just completely take him out of the game. And then Lockett's the only one really doing anything in the first half. And we've seen that over the last two games now. They're literally exact opposites of each other, right? Yeah. Oh my and God. Like Lockett, very intelligent guy. He <laughs> seems like he just is not flustered by anything Ever. or any, like nothing that happens in your game. And DK's like ultra emotional. Like, no matter what happens, he's fighting someone. Like, he's, like, almost defensive of, who gives a fuck, man? And then he takes stupid penalties. Yes. And he's, and he's like, and then they show him on, on the sideline after a stupid penalty. He's, like, crying that he didn't deserve a penalty. I know. Dude, you just punched a guy in the face on the sideline after the play was over. But that's so emotional, right? He walks on the side, and he's, he's still harboring all that. Going he nuts. takes it with him. I don't know. It's like this, the DBs say something to him. His, I think his hands are still a little bit suspect sometimes. Like he's dropping easy balls and I think it just gets to him and it takes him completely out of the game. He's such a freak, man. But it's just, it's just mental with him. Is he going to have a breakout game in the next couple of weeks, do you think? Or do you think this is spiraling? Oh boy. Because this week he looked really bad. I would say, yeah. Flip a coin. It, it can go either way, I think. I think we were saying the same thing at the beginning of last season. Not yeah. so much about the like emotional spazzes and yeah. tantrums, but more just about like he wasn't getting the ball a lot early in the year. And then, and then he had like that one game where he had like 160 <laughs> yards or something. And then obviously he had a really good season over a thousand yards. Yeah. I just, I can't stand the bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. No. Like DJ Reed, not a good football player. Why are, like, why is that even an option of things that happen? You need to have four good seasons in a row where you're a oh. stud, like a Richard Sherman, where you're the best corner in the league. And then you deserve to be able to talk Dude, to people. I, he's doing this to one stuck. of the top two receivers in the fucking entire league. And that was his first breakup yeah. in the game. Great play. Absolutely no need for that. 
Yeah, little mental things. We had a lot of over 100 yards and penalties. A lot of mental mistakes yesterday. Some of them just at such key points in the game, too. Third and 11, and then fuck, yeah. The one and over, yeah. I don't know. You Can you figure out DK? Call him up, too. We need to have 10 minutes with him. I think DK just needs to get hot early in a game. We need to look for him early on so he can just get the confidence going. And I think if you want DK to be one of the best receivers in the entire league, he needs more than five targets a game. That's crazy. When it comes back to our initial problem, right? We're just, we don't have enough possessions. The problem is the play calling. The problem is we're not getting that many snaps. But like the <clears> top <throat> wide receivers in the league are getting between like nine and 18 like targets a game, man. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think so. <clears throat> On the Seahawks, I think uh, Lockett is always going to get more targets because for some reason, like Lockett's in a great position. Yeah. For some reason teams potentially are overestimating DK Metcalf right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and putting a lot of attention on him when, man, Lockett, did, can you remember the last time he dropped the ball? No. It Dude, seems I like love every Lockett, time man. he's targeted, he's, yeah. he's so good. So good. And he'll always make a play on it, right? He always has a chance. Like any 50-50 ball, it's going to be like 70-30 for him, maybe even higher. I, so my next point is I have some advice for other teams. And if other teams run double moves with their receivers on Trey Flowers, he yeah, will fall it's over. It's over, yeah. He'll fall over. Yeah. <laughs> there was one that was so bad. In the, I think it was the second quarter. <laughs> These are my two notes, man. Flowers looks so bad, almost tripped on the double move. And then my <laughs> next move, ne- next note was, Reed sucks too. What a break, Jesus. There was, oh man. So... Being a good corner mm-hmm. doesn't mean necessarily that you need to be toe-to-toe with a guy. If someone's faster than you, you need to understand that you need to give them a little more space, but then you need to break really quickly, right? If they're running a 10-yard out and you're five yards off of them and they break to that out, you need to break real quick. Yeah. And there was one that they showed a replay and it was this exact scenario that I'm talking about. Someone ran a, like a 10-yard out and DJ Reed's break was so slow. It's so bad, eh? It was unbelievable. But it's not because he's a slow guy. It's just mentally, like, he just can't make the read. An adjustment quick enough. I don't know if he's a corner. Really? You think he's a little bit out of position this there? This is his first year that he's ever played corner. Right? He played, I, I don't know what he played in university. Maybe, like, a s- strong safety or something. But he was, like, a nickel guy last year. So they yeah, only used right, him, like, right. in very specific defensive packages yeah but we literally just don't have anyone at that position Mm-mm. so they're like uh put him in <laughs> oh i know this is a crazy comparison comparison but like him versus jalen ramsey right just compare like how do you think jalen ramsey is is quicker do you think he's faster or do you think he just has a complete better understanding of the game jalen ramsey is bigger I think he's quicker. So you think he's more athletic? I don't. I, I don't know enough about both of the guys to say who is going to win in a forty-yard dash. It's, it's, yeah. But Jalen Ramsey's break on the football is unconsciously good. Mm-hmm. He's so good at that, and he's just a way bigger body. So he just does things. He's probably way stronger. He probably weighs an extra thirty pounds than D- Reed. But like, 
in press coverages and stuff like that against more physical receivers, like a DK or something yeah. like that, he just, he dominates them. Like he's really good at that. I, those are literally the two opposites at that position in the NFL. In the NFL, I know, I know. <laughs> How do you get him there? <laughs> so some other notes. Um, I like to give credit to the Russell Wilson and the Seahawks offense on that two-minute drive at the end of the first half. It looked so good. So it took good. them like 40 seconds. Oh, my God. They scored a touchdown, and they did not use a timeout. Very good. Props. What happened to that? In overtime, boys. Um, I got another note on Reed, but we've already spent some time on him. Yeah, poor Reed. Fuck him. And then my next one, like we talked about Rasheem Green, but like Dunlap and Rasheem Green were two guys that like didn't even seem like they were on the field. And I'm confused about that. After the impact in week one, right? Yeah. I mean, did the Titans just watch the game film and just pick them up that much? But still, man, these, guys, Dunlap these guys are freaks. Like, I don't get it. Did Benson play at all? Yeah. He, I mean, I saw and, and noticed him a lot more than yeah, right. Dunlap and Green. The Interesting. I did make a note that the pass rush was not good for most of the game, but in the fourth quarter, they came up pretty big on a couple plays. Yeah. I want to say it was like late in the fourth quarter. I can't remember. Maybe it was right before um, Adams got that uh, rough in the passer penalty. Yeah. But there was a few plays in a row where they put a lot of pressure on on Tannehill and got in, uh, incompletions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's all I got. I'd say overall, I'm not <clears throat> really too worried about the season, but <clears throat> say the two biggest takeaways from this game were <clears throat> undisciplined. Yeah. And that needs to change or the season goes downhill very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think a weakness of the team is still the offensive coordinator position. Hmm. Even in game one, like the play calling was maybe slightly more unpredictable. Like one notch in that direction. Yeah. But there's still times as a fan, like obviously I watch all the games Mm -hmm. and I am familiar with what the Seahawks do on offense. And I can only imagine how much more time defensive coordinators spend watching game film of the Seahawks to be able to predict what they're doing on certain down and distances. And it is comically hilarious that most teams in the league know exactly what is going on for the Seahawks offense. Yeah, because they line up their guys in, their, in specific places and they know exactly what's going to happen. And usually most of these plays have like one look out of them that Russell's focusing on. And you pair that with the fact that our O-line for the last few years yeah. has been really bad. <clears throat> so he only gets a chance to look at guy yeah, number one. Yeah. Maybe guy number two, but he doesn't have it. Like, a great point, yeah. Overall, I'm still excited about the team. I think defensively they're better than last year. Even in this Titans game, like we, I made a few points that I still am not discouraged at all by the defensive effort. I'd say I'd love to see the pass rush look more like game one than game two this year. But at the same time, I don't think they... 
I think they're pretty good against the run. I like, was very a lot surprised, of people, yeah. A lot of people... And fuck you guys on all the commentator bullshit. Like, you, you need to understand that if there's one run that is 60 yards, it's not... You, you're averaging it out over the entire amount of carries, but 35 carries is a shit Dude, ton of Dude, 35 runs. is insane. You'll never it's see huge. that again this year in the league. It's so... Unless it's Derrick Henry again. <laughs> exactly. It was like a... What was a really good uh, Baltimore running back? There's like a few guys who used to get that many carries, but their careers are like four years because they're just getting pounded yeah. every game. Yeah. How long has Henry been good? Is this like his third good year? He's two years, two thousand yards the last two years. I think his third year, fourth year, good year. Third or fourth? Yeah. Man, that's a lot of contact dude what people say usually like running backs that rush for 2000 don't get anywhere near that the next year just or, because you get so beat up who's the like most who's the guy with the biggest longevity is it uh the minnesota guy frank peterson? gore frank gore peterson right oh adrian peterson's up there yeah. yeah him and frank gore no who is it i think it's frank gore man ladanian tomlinson oh yeah he's up there too he had more years than peterson yeah, uh, he was with his ACL. All but those he was issues. good for a bunch of years, wasn't he? I'd no? say like three years. Three? That's it? You think more? I thought he was like a good running back into his like 32, 33 years. But like how long do you think his career was? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, Marshawn was good into like into his 30s, but... He didn't carry the ball that many times. But yeah. it seemed like Adrian Peterson had 35, 40 carries a game. They were just just giving him the ball, just riding him the entire game. Yeah. LT too, yeah. Ladania. That's, uh, yeah. But then those guys disappear so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Running back is a tough position. <clears throat> tough, tough position. The, oh man, getting a regular Sunday game is tragic. Because you have to listen to these fucking boneheads that don't know anything about football. They obviously never played football. It's, dude, I don't, Thurman, I don't know if you watched the Seahawks game. I'm assuming you didn't. But they don't give any pregame coverage to most games. It's just like the, whatever, NBC or CBS booth that's just talking about every game from the morning. And then it just like, the TV cuts out and then it cuts to your game yeah. as the kickoff is happening. Yeah. And the first image that you get is these two guys that are wearing these blazers from 1973 that have a big ass CBS logo on the chest. And immediately as a fan, my first thought is, oh boy, we're in for some shit today. <laughs> yeah. And their comments are just so surface level. Like, oh, Russell Wilson scrambled and, uh, and tossed it out. Uh, I, I, that one went out of bounds there, Jim. Just general like, dad no, comments, eh? Just no depth. Literally no understanding of what is actually happening in the game. And I just, I don't understand how big corporations probably pay these guys a lot of money. Oh, Why can't they get some quality? Give me something. Give me Tony Romo. Yeah. I would rather see the NFL completely change their schedule to get Tony Romo to commentate every single fucking game of the week so they have three games on Tuesday, three games on Wednesday, three games on Thursday, all the way through the week so someone who is slightly intelligent, well, he's actually really good. I'm just making a point. 
but someone who's actually good at this thing can act, share with people that want to watch the games. Do you know what I want to see more? I want to see more guys that are one or two years retired and come back and yes, like, like Tampa I, Bay. So you, I think it was you or Lucas that said Greg Olson was Greg really Olson, good. I yeah. didn't listen to that game at all, so I, I don't know. But like, it's not always true because Troy Aikman is tragic. But he's like a, yeah, don't count Troy Aikman. He's not good. He's so general. I just want guys you that like- so good? The, uh, um, the Raiders coach, Gruden. Yes. Remember when he had like, he took a couple years off coaching and he yeah. was like two or three years broadcasting? He was yeah. so good too. Because he was out of the environment like pretty recently, right? So- He's still involved with the whole community, the locker room, the guys. So they don't talk the way that these announcers talk. No. So when they get on, it's so different. You actually get a completely different perspective. Man. And you, a lot of insights that you don't normally see. Just some of the comments, man. It's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. I look at Jordan, like watching the games. I'm like, did you understand what he just said? And she's like, uh, it kind of sounded weird. I was like, yeah, because he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> or like the fuck the Kansas City Baltimore game. Whoa, another jump pass. Or oh, was that a jump pass? Oh, like just oh, just goes nowhere. There's nothing to nothing. say. So yeah. yeah. Some I don't understand why that happens though. In most industries, the best people rise to the top. It seems like in NFL broadcasting, there's no person. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's nope. is it just the big corporation bullshit? I think so. You just got to like, be so careful of what you yeah, say. You follow the rules. So unbiased, yeah. right? And now these guys are like, oh my God, I might lose my job if one word slips out. I think that has a big part of it. The whole cancel culture for sure. The guys last year, the guy, I think his name was like Kenny G or something. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who did the game last week, like, man, it's just so bad. Yeah, the American smooth jazz saxophonist, right? Good news is, you know, what's the guy that does uh, Sunday nights? The white guy, he's been broadcasting forever. Al Michaels? Chris Collinsworth? Collinsworth. Yeah. He's not bad. No, he's not. I'd take him any day over Kenny G. And wherever the hell the guy's names were yesterday, like Fred and Tom, probably. The Blazers, man? I don't it's know if you tough. notice it. Do you notice what they're wearing? No, I don't. I th but you notice this whole suit and the blazer and everything? <laughs> It goes to them like a few times during the game and they just have a big ass CBS logo on yeah. the chest of their yeah. blazer, their like Navy blazer that is like four sizes too big. It's like they just have a fucking rack of these at the at the broadcast <laughs> center and when you show up for work, they just give you the first one that pull, they pull out of the closet. Yeah. This is lost and found. Should we move forward? I would like to note though that the NFL is unlike any other league that the ridiculous athleticism of the human beings that are in this league is unlike any other. The, the people that are playing this sport are freak athletes, and they're really, really, really good. Bad teams can beat good teams on any yeah. week. Yeah. If a couple things don't go their way, a couple penalties at like big moments in the game, a fumble like uh, Edwards Alaire last night at the wrong time of the game. Yeah. It happens every week. Mm -hmm. And so fans need to under, like chill. I don't understand the negativity of a lot of the Seahawks account. It's cr like we played a really good team last mm -hmm. yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
and we lost by three and we easily should have won that game. Yeah. So like, let's take it for what it is. It's an unlucky break. It was a bad second half. Happens every single season. Move forward. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I still think there's a lot of positives on this team. I think there's a lot of things that can be improved, but there's a lot of positives and the league is ridiculously good. Oh my God, so good. The kids, man, the kids are good. The kids that play this stupid sport in the NFL. There's, yes. A lot of young children. They're so, dude, how old is Patrick Mahomes? He's like a freak. 17, yeah. How old is he now? 25 probably? 25, yeah. It's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. Like, just the reality that they live in. Patrick Mahomes makes, what, $50 million a year as a 25-year-old, and he's like the best kid in the league. It's crazy. Yeah. Great attitude, right? And does like one of those guys is, I don't think he's going to get into trouble, right? No. Just the face of the league. Good, clean face. You would assume. $50 million might alter that. He's in Kansas City. What can you do? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. If he's in Vegas, he might get a Different little story. Scary, yeah. Miami, yeah. <laughs> that's why Miami's things. football team is never good, eh? They all just party too, too many distractions. Yeah, yeah. 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 All beautiful Latin women, yeah. <laughs> the... Let's mention a few teams that maybe surprised us or are kind of back on track. Okay. I think the Bills are back on track. They had a big convincing win. Me too, yeah. They're better than they were in the first in the first week. It's a long season. I think they're going to be totally fine. They're a really good playoff team, I think. The Rams The Rams are beatable. I said this last week. I don't think they're as good as people think they are. I think Stafford is a middle of the road guy. Yeah. They squeaked out a victory against the Colts. The Colts are, I don't know, are they a 500 team this year? Maybe I think so. I think it's pretty safe. Something like that. Yeah, just the, it's tough because they have a new quarterback, but they still they have a good running back and they have a great defense. So I think 500 is pretty safe. The Niners played one of the worst teams in the league and won by six. That was fucking ugly. So they're still going man, Garoppolo. I was watching some preseason stuff and a couple of the these as we've kind of discussed these announcers on TV talk about or talked about the 49ers as potentially the best team in the NFC West why what I mean obviously incorrect dude when we were talking like preseason I thought they'd be the worst <laughs> they are the worst they are the worst they're right? the worst okay. team in the yeah. division for sure yeah Arizona's 2-0 the Rams are 2-0 the Rams arguably are the best team in the league I think Seattle is better than they, better than people think they are. Yeah. And I think they're, there's three really good teams in our division. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to kind of watch the season unfold with these teams because uh, the Cardinals are good. I just don't think they're the same level. No. I think the Rams are a top three team in the league. Yeah. I think Seattle is like, Top five. They're very close when they put it together. And the Cardinals maybe like a top eight or nine. I think the like def- they're really close. Yeah. I think the defense for the Rams puts them over the edge. I think both those teams are just a little bit. But offensively, I think it's nothing special. But at the same time, they gave up 20. What did they give up? 24. Yeah. Who knows? Give up 18 in the second half. Um, the Raiders are 2-0. They beat the Steelers. I kind of like that, the Raiders. 
Are they a contender in the I think, AFC? I think maybe Carr is starting to figure it out. And then Carr like Darren of, Waller. And, Carr had a phenomenal week. Yeah. Carr I like 28 for 37, 382 yards, two TDs. The Raiders have been shit for so long. I think they deserve a couple W's, man. Is that all it takes? Move to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't know. Good for them. These Saints show that they're not good at all. Dude, we were Even so they had high. Such a big week. Man. I know. We were so high on the Saints last week and they just lose to the Panthers 26 to 7. The Bucks are 2 0. Yeah, looking good. The Cowboys bounce back. I mm-hmm. think the Cowboys are worth a mention. I think they are a playoff team. I don't know if they are a top three team in the NFC, though. But they should win their division this year pretty easily, eh? convincingly. Well, their division is pretty garbage. Pretty garbage, as usual, yeah. Who do they have? They have Philly. Washington, Philly. Washington, and Carolina. Is it? Give me a second. Giants. Yeah, New York is not good. No, no, not good. Then the Titans, worth a mention, have a big bounce back win. I think they're a good team. Good team. The Chiefs lose last night by one to the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Both teams had a lot of turnovers, which is not a winning formula. Yep. Do you like the Ravens? No. Neither do I. <laughs> I just honestly, they just run the ball. They're just so everything boring. went right for them last night. It seemed yeah. like I think Lamar Jackson just played out of his mind too, and like he knew that like he's never beat the Chiefs or whatever. He's always had shitty games. So I think this was a one off. I don't. I don't. If they play the if they play the Chiefs again, I don't think they beat them. I will say this until he proves me wrong. I don't think that guy is a playoff winning quarterback. What about those jump passes though, Denny? It's so <laughs> stupid. Like, it's so... Why? <laughs> I know. I it looks cool. The commentators love it. Man, it's so dumb. I don't get it. I don't think... I don't think so. I think they're a top five team in the AFC. Yeah. But I do not think they're a serious contender for the AFC championship. No. I think the Chiefs are better. I think the... Bills? Bills are probably better. I think they're at the same level as the Titans, as like a next tier team. Okay. I think the Raiders are Raiders. in that conversation. Okay. Like same. I mean, same they level. just beat the Steelers. Yeah. 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 It's so early in the season though. It's so hard to like, how often these, these things change? Like someone starts four and oh, and then they like finish the season at eight and eight. Yeah. No, you see this all the time. Right, Plus right. we get a little, we get an extra game this season. Totally. And I mean, last year the Seahawks started off so well and then they dipped and we never recovered. Yeah. So I'm hoping we're dipping right now. We figure it out quick and we just get hot at the right time. Yeah, man. It was, a, fr- it was a frustrating second half. I'm hoping it was frustrating for the guys too and it's a little... Uh, I think so. Kicking the ass. I think there's going to be a lot of talking between guys and stuff. The one like... The whole head case like situation with those guys. The one thing I do like is like Seattle seems like one of those organizations, Pete Carroll, that will sit you down and talk to you and try and figure it out, right? Like they they nip that in the so. bud pretty quick. I hope so too. Right? I hope so <laughs> that's what I'm going with. 
There's one other thing. I'm not worried about the defense though. Oh, a lot of a lot of people hate on our D coordinator a lot. Yeah. Is there like a big reason for that? Like, do fans understand that we've had a terrible, really bad cast on yeah, the defense, right? Really bad. Like there's there wasn't players there for a while. <laughs> for years. Oh yeah. Right? It was Bobby Wagner and then a bunch of mediocre NFL players. So I don't understand, like, a good scheme is not going to help if you don't have people to implement a scheme. Very true. I mean, if guys are just getting beat one-on-one, what can you do? It doesn't matter. Yeah. If the quarterback has 19 seconds to throw the ball, and we don't have corners that can cover good receivers, let alone, like, mediocre receivers, like, what? I don't understand. I don't know. It's not, has nothing to do with the coordinator. I mean, coordinator, we, if we're just getting beat consistently, like bad, you know, zone defenses that are just being thrown over or whatever, you can blame them then, but we're not seeing that. I think their cast is way better this year. The guys the on coaching the squad. Staff? No, the guys on the squad. Yes, the, yeah, yeah. The defensive, like, the starters on the defense are way better, mm-hmm. I think, than the last couple of years. So maybe this season is more of an opportunity for this Norton guy. I don't know a lot about him, but more of an opportunity to sh- do something. And to me, game one, very good. Yeah. Game good. two, not bad. Not bad. First half especially was good. First half was very, very good. Very good. They held them to three field goals in the red zone. Dude, that's a winning formula. And see that more often. Right? Yeah. I agree. In the second half, the penalties hurt them more than the defense did. We have two tragic guys at corners, which, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Thurman could play corner for the Seahawks. It's quick. Hmm? Dude. Thurman's quick. <laughs> Welcome to our life, though. DJ Reed isn't the quickest. Yeah. Oh, man. Every, every single week I come into the week and I sit down, I put my nice jersey on, turn the game on, have to listen to these bullshit commentators start the game. And then I think to myself, I would love for this week to be the week that Trey Flowers proves me wrong. And I've been saying that for 18 weeks. 19 weeks, Kyle. I know. It's been a long time. All of last time. season, yeah. playoff game, yeah. and two games this year. And it's just not good. It's not good. Does Richard Sherman have a team? Did he go Dude, that's what people are talking about. No, I think he's a free agent right now and he's Dude, looking to sign somewhere. Anything. Try anything. Ken, Pete, Waldron, throw your fucking hat in the ring. Like let's see Sidney Jones. Why not, right? It can't be any worse. I don't know. Is he injured? Like I don't think did he so. dress last week? I don't know. Or this week. <laughs> Something. Weird. Let's make a prediction. We'll find out later. If someone knows if Cindy Sydney Jones is capable, interested in playing for the Seahawks. It just says that he's had an Achilles injury that he's been battling, but he's good to go so maybe now. Maybe that's why. Maybe he slowed down a little bit. Maybe he's just not 100%. Okay. Also, he's been with the team for a total of like 12 days. Yeah. So it's probably a bit of an adjustment in terms of learning a new system. He's still looking for a place in Seattle. But at the same time, we just need an athletic guy out there to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. All right. Prediction next week, Carl. We got Minnesota. We are in Minnesota. Minnesota. 125. So 
We got the primetime game for the uh, mediocre announcers. That's going to be exciting. Most typical, man, it's funny that these big networks just get the most typical white name guys of all time, right? We got fucking Kenny, week one. Yeah. And we got, what do we have last week? Bill? Just general, yeah, John. What do we got next week? Yeah. <laughs> Jacob? Walter? <clears throat> Minnesota. Minnesota Kirk lost this week to the Arizona. Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. They missed the field goal, I believe. They did miss a field goal right at the end Shanked of the game. Shanked it. I mean, Minnesota's still a pretty decent team. Great running back. Subpar quarterback. I think they'll put some points on the board. I think Seahawks will continue that. I want to say it's going to be kind of a close game. High scoring. I want to say 33 to 27. I say really high scoring. I have little faith in our offensive play calling, and I have little faith in us ever putting a game away until they prove me wrong. So I think they win because they are more talented than the other team. I'm going to say 31 to 26. Nice. I like it. I think it's going to be way closer than it should be. And if this past week's game was an indication the second half play calling is going to be extremely conservative because I think they'll be up at halftime like 21 to 10 or something. Dude, is this what it is? And then the second half is just whatever can happen. They come back and... It's been like three years of this, so (laughs) I don't understand why. (laughs) It's the same shit over and over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The defense is not forcing turnovers. No. I would like them to get a turnover. Yeah. They, Bobby, like I said, I'm Bobby Wagner. He doesn't make mistakes, but he doesn't necessarily like have big plays, right? No, he doesn't. He doesn't get many knockdowns. He doesn't like, he just is always in the right place at the right time. And to make a tackle as soon as someone catches the ball or in the run run game, he's great. He's really good. But he's not really like a disturber guy, right? He's not a big play. Yeah. That's a good point. Oh, right. Dunlap comes back and yeah, I hope our DNs fucking show up this week and put some pressure on Kirk Cousins. It's so crazy how much of an impact on the game the D-line has. It's insane. Giving a quarterback two to three extra seconds is fucking game changing. It just, you, you can go through another two of your reads, right? One and or two extra give, reads. You give the best athletes in the world another second or two to, right. to break and get open. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I'm excited. I'm still excited. I'm still optimistic. They're going to get a W next week. And then we have a couple really big primetime games coming up. And that's going to be fun. And I think the Seahawks are going to beat some good teams this year. Stay tuned, Carl. Stay tuned. Let's go.